Last Friday, China's National People's Congress Standing Committee released a spate of draft laws for public comment. Three of these laws are of particular interest to U.S. companies operating in China. The second draft of the revised patent law, the second draft of the export control law, and the first draft of the data security law. This week, we chat with our Beijing director, Li Peizhang, for a look at the three pieces of legislation. From the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Li Peizhang is our director in Beijing. Hi, Li Pei. Hello, Ian. Thanks for having me today. So today I want to stay a little bit away from the U.S.-China relations, but focus on some of the important legislative updates on the ground on China's side, uh, which could have critical impact to the U.S. business community operating in China as moving forward. Absolutely. So I know these new laws are going to be of pretty critical importance for companies. So as we all know that China concluded its last NPC standing committee meeting by the end of June. And on July 3rd, the standing committee issued a bunch of draft laws for public comments. And those include three important legislation that we are watching very closely. The second draft of the revised patent law, the second draft of the export control law, and the first draft of the data security law. All of the three drafts are now available for public comments until August 16th. And uh, this is also in line with uh, U.S.-China Phase 1 agreement, which China commit to provide a 45 days uh, um, comment period for important legislation related to the business community. So USBC has sent out a notice to all the members, including our uh, detailed analysis regarding the three legislation um, this week. Um, and we are aiming to uh, collect companies' feedback uh, in the public comments uh, period. And then uh, we will submit our comments to the MPC legislator for consultation. And of course, if you didn't get that email or you can't find it, there's also links to the analysis of all the three laws in the description and instructions on how to send feedback on them. So here, I will brave some of the highlights we found out after reading through the legislation. First, let me start with the revised patent law draft. So the draft amendment appears to address certain phase one patent-related commitments, including patent linkage and patent term extension. The amendment also includes a five-fold increase in maximum statutory damages for patent infringement. This is also in line with a similar increase in the statutory maximum found in the recent revision to the trademark law and copyright law. However, the amendment um, doesn't contain language that would also allow for supplemental data in pharmaceutical patent application, which is also a key component in the phase one commitment. All right, so how about the uh, the export control law then? What's new there? To recap the background a little bit, um, USBC has been engaging with NPC legisla- legislator on this pieces uh, back to 2017, when the first version was released by Ministry of Commerce, which is aimed to establish a unified regulatory system for export control. 
And the conversation we had with legislators, China export control law largely referenced other jurisdictions' practice, in particular the U.S. And given the increased regulatory scrutiny and expanded national security concerns, U.S. export control updates will inevitably influence the drafting of the China's export control law. After the first draft released by Mofcom、uh, back in 2017,、um, there hasn't been any movement on that piece of legislation until、um, January 2020 of this year.、Um, the the first draft export control law was reviewed and then released for public consultation. Um, and when we were collecting comics,、uh, comments from member companies back then, there are a number of areas that companies are most particularly concerned. First is on the definition of deemed export,、um, which could have potential restrictions to people-to-people exchange in high-tech industry. And second, the scope of covered end use and end users, which could also continue to be an issue in the U.S. system. Leniency and settlement mechanism、uh, to allow companies to provide remedies through self-reporting to minimize risk and sanctions,、um, and this is an unclear、um, issue、uh, back then. And how China will form its own export control entity list, and the subsequent licensing requirements is also another question.、Um, Because、um, the definition, so the, the intention of the export control law is actually to set up a legal framework that could unify export control restrictions and entity lists that are currently in other regulation or policies. So, in comparison of、um, the the current draft,、um, together with the one released in early January, we think that. Uh, both drafts are、uh, largely aligned,、um, and those key issues still remain unaddressed. For example, on the end user and end use provisions, the second draft strengthened the language on end user and end use document requirements. Exporter will not be allowed to conduct transa- transactions with importers and end users who violate export control commitments or th-、uh, threaten national security. So the draft authorized the National Export Control Administration to assess and investigate end use and end users, but it is not very clear to me. Um, what are the criteria and procedures for such assessment and investigation? There is also a new provision、uh, to allow China to a- apply this law overseas.、Um, In the provision, it says organizations and individuals overseas will be held legally accountable for violating export control restrictions and threatening national securities. However,、um, this provision doesn't further specify how China will enforce the law overseas. And then the last piece of legislation. The third legislation is the draft data security law. As I mentioned earlier, this is the. First time China is attempt to、um, formalize a such data security law、um, 
which presents China's most recent efforts to continue establishing its legal framework for cybersecurity, along with the 2016 cybersecurity law and the planned personal information law. The draft law and its implementation measures could help provide additional clarity on important concepts related to that to the data security. Although security reviews outlined in the law could also create burden compliance requirements for foreign companies. The scope of the law is quite broad. So, according to the draft, data、um, refers to any record of information in an electronic or non-electronic form, while data activities refer to the collection, storage, processing, use, provision, transaction, and disclosure of the data. Entities that conduct data activities within China's border, as well as extraterritorial. Uh, territorial individuals and organizations that might use data to harm China's national security are subject to the law application. And in terms of the regulatory jurisdiction, the central level national security regulators will be responsible for overseeing data security work. Public security and the national security. Organizations will assume data security supervision responsibilities, while the Cyberspace Administration of China will be responsible for the overall coordination of network data security and related supervisory work. So, actually,、um, in compare of、uh, in comparison of the NPC of twenty twenty legislative agenda. Both Expo Control Law Draft and、uh, Amendment to the uh, Draft uh, Draft Amendment to the Patent Law、um, will be likely、uh, reviewed and concluded by the end of this year. So we would very much appreciate our member companies' feedback、um, to th- these important legislations, and we hope our feedback can. Um, play an important role in the last stage of finalizing these laws. Yes, and again, you can find links to all three of those drafts below in the description. All right, Lipe, thanks for the rundown on the new drafts. Thank you for listening today's podcast, and I will talk to you sometimes later in two weeks. We'll talk to you again soon. Again, Lipe Zhang is our director in Beijing. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council. You can learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review to help other people find it. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week.